Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross, Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Welcome back to a Looking Good, Feeling Great podcast with Dr. Jeffrey Roth. Hi, folks. It's Dr. Jeffrey Roth here, your board-certified plastic surgeon in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you very much for joining us. Beautiful Las Vegas. So Las Vegas and plastic surgery is our topic for today. It's actually kind of a, a long history with the showgirls, with the, the uh, waitresses, all, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the top five... Um, depending on who you ask, right? Uh, the f- top five places for plastic surgery in the United States. And this actually is data generated by the implant uh, company, so it's a real number. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that makes, it's not inflated, so it's pardon a, the pun. There, thank you very much. Yeah. So I do what I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the rim shot. So I can't believe he did that. Okay, so... Uh, all right, so the top five uh, places uh, breast augmentation surgery are uh, Los Angeles, New York, Las Vegas, uh, Miami, Dallas. Mm-hmm. And that's been consistent uh, years and years and years. And that's really kind of interesting, especially if you look at how many people are in each of those towns, et cetera. Right. So, yeah. But Las Vegas has always modernly been known for the glitz and glamour and, and all of that. And uh, plastic surgery has had its uh, impact on that. If you ask me, you know, 30, 40 years ago, the uh, when again there was only 250,000 people in town there was about four plastic surgeons and as I recall it was uh, uh, Vinnick, Bon Jovi, Dombrowski and uh, Koff and those folks uh, did uh, everything they did reconstructive surgery mm. they did all, all sorts of stuff because it actually was very much a small town it was very much a small town yeah. so yeah so and if you if you know Las Vegas basically Eastern was the easternmost street and then there was nothing past Decatur etc so so really the you know, they thought the airport was way, way out there, and now it's like in the middle of everything. So, because right. of the exponential growth, and now there's what 2.5 million people here in Southern Nevada. It's craziness. But having said all of that, is is uh, going forward, really, it was the the glitz and glamour. And growing up here, it was really kind of interesting because you know you would be in junior high school or first year or two in high school, and the buddy that you're with, that you're running around, you're playing, you know, tag football with, his mom would enroll up to take him home and she would be, you know, five foot 10 and blonde Knockout, and gorgeous. Right? <laughs> exactly. And she had, you know, one of the, the jackets from one of the shows in town, whether it was Lido or whether it was yeah. um, Follies or whatever the case may be. And, oh, that's, that's my mom, you know, oh. Okay, right. well, she's mom, and she's also <laughs> your mom's kind of hot, you know, and <laughs> Stacy's mom. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, and she's a showgirl in Vegas, right? Yeah. When I was working at the MGM, which then became the Bally's, which is now the Horseshoe on the Strip, I actually was um, running a T-shirt uh, shop. I mean, running it, I was employed by it. I was a high school, right? So it gave me a job. And it was right in front of the old theaters at the MGM, which had, it was awesome because they would have all the old MGM movies uh, there, which was a lot of fun. And it had couches and actually a cocktail service. Of course, I... Not for me, I get a Coke, right? Because, you know, <laughs> kid. But it was really, really cool. But they had a side door over there, and the showgirls and such would get all made up, and then they would get out that door and then go to the employee dining room and then come back. These girls were just just 
tall and gorgeous and yeah. all made up. And, and from all over the, the world. And oh, move here, it was, right? it was, it was, it was incredible. In yeah. fact, one of the gals who I always went to high school with, she was a cheerleader, dancer, all this stuff. She was into that, a professional dancer and all. And sometimes these people get hurt. And by that, I mean, there was an incident uh, a long time ago where they have these big, huge stages with these big, huge sets. And those gals, they were truly athletes because they had the stuff on their head was like 15, 20, 12, 15 pounds. Right. Yep. And in heels. And they had to go run up and down stairs in the back. It was nuts, right? And so there was a time where they were moving this big set up and down. It's like one of those things on the aircraft carrier, right? Yeah. It's like the whole, and she misstepped and went into the hole where oh, it used to be. Yeah. She fell like three stories, Yikes. hit her head. She was okay, but that ended her career. And the funny thing about that was, is I was walking through St. Rose Hospital and I'm doing rounds and stuff and I hear, hey, Jeffrey, and I look around and it, it's her. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? What you be? She says, oh yeah, Papa, I became a nurse and stuff. She says, and she says oh, I said, weren't you, you know, dancing at the, mm-hmm. at the father's? She says, yeah. She says, did you hear about the girl that fell? She says, yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh, oh wow. I'm like, come on. Wow. And she's like, oh my God. So anyway, so, so that's the kind of, you know, kind of stuff that, and, right. and, and great gal, I went, went beautiful, great, but she was really beautiful on the inside and smart and everything else. Yeah. And, and it's funny nurse. too with those, I mean, even really the kind of, kind of the cocktail waitress thing too, but they actually don't really have, they have a window of time that they work in right. most of those places, especially the shows. Right, the shows. So, yeah. so if they do five or 10 years, that's really that's yeah, It's, it's tough. And, yeah. and and they were doing, you know, a bunch of shows a, a week and everything else. And right. so to your point with the cocktail waitresses, that's kind of its own thing too, because there are some folks downtown and Caesars, they've been there 30 years right and you know we have a if not longer if not longer and uh and so because and they keep them around because they really know customer service yeah and they have people that have been come out to see them i come out to see you like times 30 years right they have fans that literally fly in from europe that that have known them forever and it's it's amazing and and you talk to the gals at caesar's and they used to love i don't know if you remember now you guys are going to google this is um the the ones that look like togas and uh, they have right. this cone that they put the hair through and everything yep. else like that. And people back then, I mean, everybody carries a camera now, but now people would stop and take pictures with them and everything. And they, they loved that. And again, that was the glitz and glamour. That was the Rat Pack. That was uh, Aunt Margaret. That was Elvis. That was Tom Jones. That yeah. was all of that stuff. I caught a little through. bit of that when I, I moved here in 1989. And yeah. again, too, for me, it was compared to now, it was kind of a small town. But those guys, you know, Tom Jones, Wayne, all those guys right. still had their shows going. A hundred percent. And so uh, so that was always the glitz and glamour and the fantasy that is Las Vegas. But if you live here, those girls that were in those shows happened to be picking up your buddy you know, right. at the at the schoolyard, so it's it, it was a bit bizarre. Yeah, from a plastic surgery standpoint, yes. You know, we've always had you know breast augmentations, always been at the top of the list as long you know the facelift, lipo, tummy tucks, all that kind of stuff. Because again, those gals, as they move along in life, you know, may have had a couple of kids, or uh, may have hit menopause, or that sort of thing, and so you you tend to help them along especially if they want to continue in that world of glitz and glamour, right. uh, etc. And what's interesting from a biological standpoint is, is we've been seeing more and more gals come in from that era, 70s, 80s, you know, 90s and stuff, and getting things done. But especially we've had folks that says, oh, doc, I've had my you know breast dogs in for 20 years, 30 years, 35 right. years, etc., yep. etc. Yep. So with those folks, oftentimes we've been doing a lot of removal, replace, downsizes uh, as of late. And when you do that, you tend to do some lifting, et cetera. 
and some of the old old silicones they had a higher leak rate and they had a consistency more like um, maple syrup and so their capsules the which is the the capsule that surrounds the uh, implant when you put it in tend to be a little harder etc and those are the ones and we've seen this we documented this on our social media and our webpage that they come out and they're kind of like a robin's egg they may even be you right know, the calcified um and the breasts have a hard hard feeling yeah to hard feeling that's capsular right. scarring or capsular contracture and uh, so we take that out we wash the heck out of everything we put you know if they elect to some actually say okay enough already they were great but enough already um or put smaller uh, implants in and the new ones are, are of course much you know um, more technically advanced than the uh, the other ones and we put them in and then oftentimes a little bit of lift and and people love that and they're back at you know the the gym and they're back at doing their uh, thing whether as a, a server or a host or in as a dancer or whatever the case may be but but um but yeah there's some them folks that have been around forever i, I still remember this one gal uh, myself uh, she was at binion's horseshoe downtown forever i i think they found her when they broke ground on the place uh, she was <laughs> and she was great but she was about four foot six, okay, yeah. and 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 had, carrying heavy drink trays. Oh, heavy. I mean, that's a tough job, and smoke, and, yeah. and just it's they, it's they, a make, tough they lesson. do make really good money. And my actually, my ex wife was a doctor. Right. They make really good money, but they earn. They they, they earn it. it's they, not an easy they, job. They earn it, and yeah. she had like this big. I think Marge Simpson. She had this big blue hair, uh, <laughs> the hair thing going on. It was great, and these. Big ch- uh, chandelier ear- ear- yeah, earrings right. and the, yeah. the whole thing, and, uh, and it was it was a while back, and I was downtown for some reason, and uh, I was hungry, and uh, Binion's Horseshoe always had a big sports book, and where there's a sports book, there's usually a deli next to it, and Binion's happened to be really good when this is back in the day, and so I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get myself a sandwich, right? So I go ahead and I turn the corner, and I almost took her out because and, and I didn't I didn't see her I, I felt bad but you know she, I, I, we didn't bump into each other but it was close yeah and I went oh I'm sorry I'm sorry miss and uh and so I called my brother Jack I'm like you never knew who I literally just bumped into <laughs> and he's like what and I described her she says I know exactly who that is I said how funny she, she was I said yeah so she's she's been serving me since I was 21 you know what I mean which was been maybe a before but we were admit to that exactly. so uh but having uh, having having yeah they read a tight ship down there but having said i'm like oh my god so yeah some of these gals been forever and if yeah, you go to if you go especially go down you go to caesar's or you go to some of the old school places but especially downtown hey some of the waiters have been down there for forever right some of the guys parking the cars bellman they've been down there for it was, it was quite competitive to even get those jobs oh 100 so yeah. yeah you had to still you, is back yeah. then you had to be quote-unquote juiced in meaning that yeah if somebody's you have, uncle if you have pull, right if you have pull in <laughs> uncle Vinny. right well yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah, another story yeah. so yeah so so the the old story in vegas is is you know, hey do you have any juice there and so by juice the, the definition is, is do you have any pull do you have any sway do you have any uh swagger and those folks that had points had the most juice and by points that meant do you have a piece of the hotel do you have a percentage do you have you right. know, some vested interest in that and so if somebody's kid all of a sudden winds up with a busboy job somebody's oh well yeah he you know, you know got juiced into it and with the corporatization of of uh, of las vegas yeah that that happens a lot less yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah but it, it's it's still hey you know the comment hey do you have any juice down there can i make that no oh okay yeah. you have to go somewhere else so yeah um, do you think um like the procedures i mean obviously back then i guess 
breast dog would be probably the most popular. But do you think it has that really, the, the list of procedures, I guess, maybe has it changed since then? Yeah, I like think what's it's more common consistent. I, I, I think, well, two things. I think that the number of that is still consistent in as much as uh, there's still 400,000 breast augmentations done in the United States, so mm-hmm. 100,000 of them are for reconstruction purposes, which leaves, you know, 300,000. Right. And depending on who you um, read, there's, you know, uh, tens of millions of uh, women getting um, breast procedures all over the world, uh, mm-hmm. uh, etc. Yeah, we talked about um, Dubai. And, oh, all, yeah. all of uh, yeah. all of that. So, to your to your question is, yeah, I think things are changing uh, a bit. Uh, we're seeing obviously, you know, more facelifts. Uh, we're seeing, you know, more lipo, more, more telling. But that, that's always been around. Yeah. But again, now, now some of the Botox, and, right? But some right. of the technology, to your point, had, wasn't around 20, 30 years ago. Which is mm-hmm. your Botox and your fillers and uh, some of your cool sculpting and some of the other machines that you may have that that technically we just we just didn't have uh, uh, back then and as we said before is those individual patients also evolve from the 20 year old that wants you know augs uh, to go ahead and be a cocktail waitress and and all that and and why that's a big deal people are like well you don't have to have augs to be a cocktail waitress like let's back up right so that's number one but systemically has been part of the glitz and glamour etc and they've done this scientific study actually that tips go up both from males and females Females, right? Because uh, now we have male, from, we have male cocktail so, servers too. Well, but but actually, but actually, <laughs> yeah. the females will tip more. And actually, that was done on MythBusters of all things. Ah, uh, so you can go ahead and Google that. And it, they put it. They put this gal in a in a coffee shop. I forget the city. And they have the tip jar. And then they went ahead and put a couple of ch- then cutlets in there and put the chip to, uh, the tip jar out again. And they've done that study. So it's 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 a phenomenon. And then we can go ahead and yeah. You know, I mean, discuss, you can you can discuss. debate the ethics or whatever of that, but right. it's just reality. And those girls, for them, I mean, that's the, how they make a living. Right. And especially part of it, part of how they make a living. So yeah, and then especially those folks, you know, who may be a you know single mom and, right. and want to kind of you know more money etc so so yeah there's there's that and then as things move along after you've had you know the kids and this and that then you're talking about removal replacing lifting and then you may talk about some liposuction you may talk about and it just depends i mean it depends on what your body does you know over time how stretched out do you get you know with um uh, having babies etc etc weight gain mm-hmm. and loss and and so we see that as now I'm getting older, uh, in, in the, as the practice is getting, we'll say that, the practice is getting there you older. Go. Good. And well, I'm seeing, yeah, we'll, well. we'll go with that. Uh, and uh, so now we're seeing repeat patients mm. that, you know, came in seven, 10 years ago or 12 years ago and, hey, this is where I am in this part of my life, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And, uh, and kind of go from there. Yeah. And, and that's exciting to see because we get to see, I mean, and again, I, I enjoy talking to people. Um, drives my office manager crazy because I spend too long with folks. But so, oh, so you know, you have three kids, and how are they now? And blah blah blah, and all that kind of. So for me, again, very much trying to be a country doctor, if you will, and <laughs> and, and and really, you know, kind of kind of get back to that. And it's it's fun to see how people, you know, move along. You know, the time. Right. Lo- the and, time we, and we've actually we have covered that before, but we should since we're on the topic of breast implants. Every ten years, I think, basically is the rule of thumb, right? Well, yeah, when that, they that, should be changed out or updated. That was. Uh, in the 70s, 80s. Okay. Uh, nowadays, if you can get a good, you know, 13, 15 years out of an implant, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. They're not lifetime devices. Yes, you have to switch them out <clears throat> at some point. Uh, but the leak rate, uh, to your point, the leak rate uh, of the old silicone implants in the 70s and 80s was about um, 50% at 10 years. Uh, now that leak rate is down between 5 and 10%, depending on who you mm-hmm. read. So that technology has gotten better, just like cars have gotten better. 
everything uh, technology with airbags and and you know and all that safety stuff. So that's that's gotten better. Um, is there a difference between procedures and then the emphasis, I guess, of different types of procedures between, say, um, Beverly Hills, Las Vegas, New York? Is there is it all pretty much? typically the same what's your i guess you see the numbers on that i think those five cities uh, i think all have an element of glitz and glamour uh, to them uh the ones that we talked about i think that things may be different uh here in las vegas than maybe you know a a few hundred miles away in albuquerque new mexico or uh, or in the midwest i think there's some different sensibilities I, i think there's more in common and you know we you know, they make fun of Vegas and, and, and all that kind of stuff because sometimes we can be a bit over the top. I'll be the it first be easy one to, to make fun it. of Vegas. Yeah, so you got to love a place that makes fun of itself. I was exactly. just I was I was just recently at a, a at a charity thing, and it was go as your favorite Vegas character night, which was great. And if there was a city that can make fun of itself, it's Las Vegas. And so there was a few. Siegfried and Roy's. There was uh, a, a, a several gingers uh, from the casino, the movie. Oh, okay, uh, right. There yep. was a yep. few brides uh, because we're the <laughs> wedding capital. There was one dead-on Priscilla Presley bride. Oh, funny. Dead ringer. Uh, and uh, and we actually wore. My wife came up with this genius. Uh, there was a place called the Showboat here, which has been torn down. But growing up, it was a place that had a hundred bowling alleys. And so we went as bowlers. She actually got old school showboat bowling. I saw uh, that. Uh, I saw that. Shirts, and it was right. with our name on it. And the whole funny. thing, and it was, yeah. it was it was great. So yeah, you gotta love a, a city. And there was a couple of you know uh, guys with crooked noses. Uh, we'll put it that way. That showed up. So you gotta you gotta love a town that can make make fun of itself. Yeah, it's it's a it's a colorful town, as it, they say. <laughs> it is it is that. Um, but having said that, to your your question is is yeah, I think there's different sensibilities in different parts of the country. I think that Vegas is, if, if you get away from the Strip, I think is more like a suburban town than most people you know want to give it credit for, right. uh, as far as that goes. So th- that part, you know, I think is the same. And yeah, you know, we do our fair share of entertainers or people that you would see on marquees and stuff, but they like to keep that on the down low. And the other thing too is, is we've been getting a lot of folks from Southern California uh, who people would know, but they don't. Want to be found out in their own town, right? Because uh, there's so a lot they, of paparazzi, right? So they come to they come to Vegas and they get stuff done, and then you know, they go back home, and uh, yeah, they go, oh, you look, yeah. So I went, you know, I went who, for a vacation. Who shall go unnamed? Right. So so <laughs> so we we get that, but yeah, but again, away from the strip, I think it's another terrific town of about two million uh, plus uh, people, and uh, as quirky as it may be, and as mm-hmm. um, uh, as they're always tearing up the streets and driving bananas uh, as it may be, um, it's yeah, it's it's still. It's my favorite place to live. Yeah, something else that's really new um, within the last few years to Las Vegas is professional athletes. So we've always had, I mean, you've been involved in boxing with uh, top rank, but also now we have, I mean, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, we have the Raiderettes, right? We have possibly a professional baseball coming, we have the Golden Knights hockey. Sure. So, and we're seeing, or I should say, you're seeing a lot more of those folks as well, right? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, growing up, we had the Rebels, which were spectacular. It was the best show in town. You know, that was the, a few years ago. The tagline. <laughs> that was in, we won that in 1990. Right. We're still hanging on to that. And, uh, Tarkanian. That's, yeah, uh, yeah and, 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 and all that. And, uh, <laughs> so, there's that blocking versus charge call with do, but I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm over it. But I'm not bitter. I'm, 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 I'm over it. I, I'm, I'm over it. Anyway, uh, so, 
so yeah, so we, we always had that, but then yes, to, to your point, now we have professional football with the Raiders, uh, and and they've really tried to make themselves really part of the part of the town. Absolutely, uh, and so Mark Davis has done a, a great job of outreach and and all that. He and some of the old old school um, high schools, mine included, and, and the fields were awful. They were just terrible, and uh, it, the Raiders uh, gave them new football astroturf football fields. That's amazing. It's it just yeah. it, it, at, at two hundred fifty grand a pop. And, yeah, and it's just it they, it was laughable, and now they're they're the best in town. And so he's really trying to integrate that. So yeah, so then you have the Raiders, uh, and then you have the Raiderettes. We had semi-pro hockey. Now you have the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, right. who uh, made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and all that. And uh, and that's a, a terrific show in town as well. We have uh, the world champion uh, Las Vegas Aces. And, that's uh, right, women's basketball. Women's yeah. basketball. And today is International Women's Day, so shout out to the Aces. Yep, so, absolutely. Uh, they're, and they're, and it's, it's, it's fun, by the way. You go down there. We just had Darren Waller marry one of the Aces. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. it's the uh, connection of the. There is that, yeah. and Mark Davis owns a team and, right. and stuff, and he sits courtside yeah. and uh, he takes it seriously, and uh, so that so that's great. And then uh, baseball, we've had AAA baseball for a long time now, and now the A's are making no- noises that they want to come mm-hmm. here, which would be great. With that, I think it's really interesting because a lot of the corporatization of sports, they, they really didn't like an idea of Vegas being anywhere near sports people because they thought they would corrupt the sport. And what actually happened was the reverse is, is the NBA was looking into some issues with a referee who they thought was doing weird things. Mm-hmm. And so somebody finally called one of the guys he knew in Vegas and he says, what do you think about this? He says, oh yeah, no, he's been doing that for six months. And they went, what? <laughs> they said, it's, this is like our stock exchange, right? We, we take this seriously. This is our Wall Street, right? right? The guys in the sports book. So, and they got, those guys know everything. They know they, when the guy sneezed, they know Yeah, that gets very, that gets very deep. It gets really, <laughs> and I mean, you go talk to some of these guys and you, and they have eight screens going about, I mean, they're looking any edge, looking for any edge. And so they say, oh yeah, and we can tell the games and we can tell you this and that, well, what? And then the NBA sent a team out and they're like, oh my God, you guys really do take this seriously. And they're yeah. like, yeah. And so since that time, then they've had sort of a partnership of like kind of really kind of watching the games, et cetera. And so mm-hmm. now we have the WNBA and then hopefully there's allegedly going to have two expansion teams. One of them is going to be the Seattle Supersonics and one is going to be us uh, here in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, interesting. So yeah. that's the word on the street. And then, as you know, boxing has been, been synonymous with Las Vegas uh, right. for a long time. Yeah. And we've had some of the best championship fights in the world here in uh, in Las Vegas. And it really, truly is a, a magical night when you have, you know, 18,000 people uh, screaming uh, for, you know, their guy. Yeah. And then... Uh, it's, and it's, it, it's exciting. I mean, you know, whether or not you like those kind of sports, it's just the event, people watching. Oh, the people watching. It's a huge... Best. It's always been a huge thing in Vegas. Right. And everybody does better. Uh, meaning that... And, and here in Vegas, it's weird because you think that, you know, that the people are trans and stuff like that. But people really, uh, really root for each other. For example, if there's... A big event in, uh, in town, whether it's the NFL uh, draft or um, the, the All Star Game or whatever, is is you know you roll up to whatever hotel and the bellmen are running around crazy and the the valet guys are running around crazy and everything else right. and everybody's like. How you doing? You busy? You making money? Good yeah. for you. You know, everybody. And, and, it really supports the and, town. And everybody's. And then from mm-hmm. there, it's a very much a trickle down effect to Albertson Supermarket, to the 7-Eleven, to right. every, everybody, you know, everybody uh, does better when the town's busy. Yeah. And uh, now the town's getting busier and busier, especially with, to your point with all the sports. And uh, Las Vegas has been that portion that we can really handle hospitality. We have 150,000 rooms here in Clark County. I know it's nuts. Right? Which is bananas. So, yeah. 
yeah, so we can handle, believe it or not, multiple big events at the same time. And you see that with college basketball championship season, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of the conferences, you know, people love coming to Vegas and a lot of the conferences will have their tournaments here because they know that you can take care of it and not at a great cost because the food's not bad, the room's not bad, air travel's not bad. So, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a good thing. And, yeah, it's, and then it's it, not hard to get people to come to Vegas. No, it's, it's not a hard sell. Yeah, and and typically, yeah, we don't get you know frozen over uh, or that kind of thing. So usually, you know, the, the air plates, uh, the airports work, and except if it's high winds. But but by and large, yeah. And then I like to think plastic surgeon um, support that and, mm-hmm. and and basically try to support the 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 glitz and glamour a bit and basically you know the bottom line is to make people feel better about themselves and whether it's a showgirl or whether it's a soccer mom or whether it's a you know a busboy or whatever the case may be hopefully they they feel better about themselves and hopefully they can go ahead and uh, uh, help their you know families out yeah and that's I mean that's an awesome an awesome outcome and and it's great to be partners in the community with that and and now you know you do a lot with the community for benefits and different different things you guys are very involved in sure no it's a, the least I can do for everything that's that in Las Vegas has given me and I went to public high school here and everything else like that and uh, yeah I, you know, Las Vegas has, has given me opportunity it's still a place where you can do lots of things and there's still a lot of opportunity you can still achieve the American dream it, it especially is. here and yeah. and, um, and if you if if you can dream it, you can do it here. And that's that's one thing. They're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and we'll just like close down the strip and let the NASCAR guys do donuts. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what time? Yeah, you can't you do know, that in New York City. <laughs> right. You know, what time you want to do that? You know, F, yeah. F1's coming to town, which is going to be spectacular. Right. And they're like, uh, okay, yeah, they're going to go down the strip. Sure. Sounds great. Yeah. So, well, when you guys are done, we just have to repave the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, you know That's what I mean. Fine. What's what's the number? All right, exactly, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, most everyone like, yeah, you're mine. Yeah, okay. Does that pencil out? Okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so there, it's, it's yeah. if you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah, so. I think, and I, I think that that's. I think we're both good examples of that. We both have, have kind of came from fairly humble beginnings and right. have uh, worked hard. So yeah. uh, there's definitely uh, that can still happen. Here. It, it can still yes, it's absolutely. If there's a place that that that. You have a dream and you want to pull it off. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a town full of opportunity. Absolutely. Um, let people know how they can find uh, find you. Sure. And so Las we're, Vegas Plastic Surgery. That's right. So we're all over the place. Our, uh, our Keystone uh, place, our home base, is the website, which is www.jjrothmd.com. That's J-J-R-O-T-H-M-D.com. Uh, and on it, uh, we have lots and lots and lots of information. So it's a good place to at least read up on the uh, procedure that you're thinking about. We have befores and afters and all that. Uh, we're also all over social media on uh, Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. It's a long list. It's a lot. And <laughs> and uh, MySpace, I think. No, still, there's no uh, more MySpace. So, uh, so there. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, any. Uh, where else am I missing anything? I think that's it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's and it's it. it's it's always growing. There's always something new. <laughs> yes, no kidding. So yeah, so. and and to that effect is uh, we actually do look at the comments and we try to respond to them. And if you want to hear something on our podcast, uh, give us a call at the office. We still answer the phone. Uh, and you can talk to a human being and uh, or um, get us through the webpage at the contact on there and. Uh, we get lots of good ideas uh, for our content. So, yeah, please keep them coming, and we're happy to answer questions. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Please like and subscribe, and actually leave reviews. Reviews are appreciated, and uh, you can do that on all the uh, podcast outlets. And uh, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. 
For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.